I live my life a quarter mile at a time. Nothing else matters. I'm sorry, I don't speak Japanese. Let me try to. Welcome back to the Fast Five Minute Podcast, where each and every week, two great friends come together and uh, they talk about five minutes of a Fast and the Furious movie. We are still watching uh, Fast and the Furious colon Tokyo Drift, the 2006 classic. We are on episode 14 of season three. We are watching minute 65 to 70. Uh, we're nearing the end and my name is Stone and uh, uh, Guard's also here as always. What up? Hi Guard. Hey Stone, how are you? I'm doing, I'm doing pretty good. Um... <laughs> we have an interesting episode today. Um, By interesting, uh, you mean the most boring five minutes of a movie I've ever seen? Yeah, <laughs> uh, maybe it's a pretty boring. And Audience, I also don't, don't tune out. I have uh, backup stuff. Good, um, because I don't even have anything off the top because there wasn't any F one. So I mean, I guess, I guess if you have anything off the top, you can go for it, and I guess we can vamp for a little bit. But uh, <laughs> I do have one singular ad. That's the only thing I have off the top. Uh, well, okay. I have one other thing. However, I have an, a mid-episode bit that I'm uh, excited about, so we'll get to that Great. later as well. I, I also have <laughs> one of those as well. Okay, great. So you see that audience, uh, everything's not horrific. The movie no, no, is. No. The movie is one of the worst I've ever seen, but we're going to keep it fun here at the Fast <laughs> 5 Minute Podcast. Oh, we're going we're gonna to try. <laughs> we're going to do our best with this pile of dog shit that's been served to us on a steaming platter uh anyway though stone we served it to ourselves which is the best that's part. true that's unfortunate <laughs> uh ad though this week stone yeah we need that money we're running out <laughs> this week is brought to you by walking oh want a way to get around for free need exercise and want to hear birds chirping during try walking um wow i love that i love a good walk um and i know I'm a you fan do as too. well yeah. Where where were we that everyone was absolutely horrified by the idea of walking? We were in Nashville. Horrified by what? Walking? Yeah. And we said, let's walk. It's like a 20-minute walk. And they, the rest of the group was not pleased. Oh, our friends were absolutely sickened by that. Yeah. But I had a great time. Um, me and our good friend Greg, we looked at all the foliage that <laughs> is native to native to the area, not um, Wyoming, and had a good time. Everyone else was livid. I mean, walking is nice. They must they must have walking big walking must have heard that we are fans, so that's why they reached <laughs> out for the sponsor. It's exciting for us. <coughs> yeah, all the big industries like to sponsor our show because it's really cool and awesome. <laughs> Um, well, great guard. Um, I don't have anything specific off the top, but I guess I can uh, talk about I do uh, have, what I've been up to a I little have bit. One quick uh, pod related thing, Stone. Oh yeah, go for it. <laughs> so I was recently informed <clears throat> that our good friends over at the Remedial Magic podcast, mm-hmm. great guys. So I've known this fact for a long time. This wasn't the recent form thing. They like to tell their audience that if they email us, we will supply them merchandise, which is not the case. Uh, so if anyone has come <laughs> over from that podcast, we are not giving you shirts Wait, or anything. They claim that we are their merchandisers? That's right, yeah. That's pretty fucked up. They also, 
Well, if you email them, they will give you $100. I don't know. They told me that. That's true. Of course, the message. Yeah, that's obviously true. Um, so they also have recently informed their audience that they're having a fan meetup in Las Vegas. <laughs> and in order to uh, find them, you have to walk down the Vegas Strip screaming one of our names. One of our names. The two people that have very non-namey names. That's correct. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting stuff going on over there. The Remedial Magic podcast is absolutely off their rocker. Is basically it sounds like they're at. off their off the fucking rails over there. Um, but you know they have some fun, so uh, that's fine. That is fine. Um, we like to have fun, and not at the expense of other podcasts. But whatever. <laughs> oh, you're, own, I guess you're saying they're malicious in what they've been doing. I don't know. I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know. Wow, that's uh, that's too bad. Also, I will say their link tree is much more fleshed out than ours is. By the way, what what else do they have in their link tree? What else do they need to link to? <clears throat> they have mid season shenanigans, yeah, including their own fan fictions. They have uh, <laughs> you can read along with them, which we can't really link in ours because that'd be illegal. <laughs> that would. And they have a Wikipedia page. We could, li- I guess, we could link our Wikipedia or like the fast. And Furious Wikipedia page. And then they have the subreddit and Discord in there. We don't have those. <clears throat> um, also, I did find Sounds their like email. They got a lot more. If you email remedialmagicpodcast at gmail.com, they will send you $100 cash through the United States mail. They told us that, and they told us to relay that message. So go yeah. send them an email demanding that you get the money that they promised you. They promised, so do <laughs> that uh, as soon as possible. It's really nice of them to do that for our fans. We won't even do that for our fans, but they will. It's pretty nice of them. Yeah, badass. Um, <coughs> sounds like they got a lot going on over there. Yeah, they do. Uh, they have quite a bit. Do they? On. Do they have too much going on, or do we need to pick it up? Which one of those options is is um, is, the, is the correct answer? No, I, I like uh, the balance that the two of our podcasts strike together. Maybe a little bit of both. Sure, yeah. Maybe me in the middle. Also, Stone, I hope for the love of God your microphone is recording um, nicer than it's coming through my headset. Um, It should be. Just a warning, if I don't respond to you later, uh, it's because I can hear every other word you're saying. Huh, interesting. Well... Oh, you're back. um, Yep. Crystal uh, clear. Did I I fix it? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Turns out my Discord is using the wrong microphone, but my recording's using the right microphone. God it's damn all it, good, guys. Craig. Jesus Christ. Man. Everything's fine. Together back there. Everything's fine. When have I ever You're had You're telling me Craig problems? pulled the wrong button on you? <laughs> he was in there with his grubby little fingers pressing all the things. Yeah, no doubt. Anyway, um, that's all I have before jumping into the show. Okay, um, I'd just like to say that I'm learning the bass, Guard. And if anyone that's listening wants to join a band with me... <laughs> Let's do it. I'll be ready in several months. Stone's just using the podcast as fucking Craigslist at this point. Well, it's less creepy than Craigslist, I I guess. I don't know. Okay, let's talk about this fucking movie, man. I guess we can get into the movie. Um, Guard. Yeah. For this very exciting five minutes, would Uh you like to tell the audience how it began or how it ended? Um, I'll stick with ended... It ends with, uh, <laughs> um, I wrote the wrong thing, but it ends with 
DK kind of gets screwed over in this movie, in my opinion. <laughs> um, it does. And I'm going to add on to your ended because it's something we asked for last episode. We get a little bit of a gun, a little bit of violence. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Exciting we stuff. asked and the movie delivered. Thank God. Thank God. Um, and it starts with uh, a stare down ending with a singular tear. Mm-hmm. True enough. Um, because <clears throat> guard, mm-hmm. we pick back up where we ended, as, as is tradition. Is the nature of our show. And um, uh, Neela, DK, are still nose to nose. They've just um, been in a dramatic argument. Yes, where he he. he Called her mother uh, a sex worker and said she would be one too if it wasn't for him. DK's mad because she went on a date with Brian where they calm... Sorry, Sean, Sean. Sean. (laughs) I wish it was Brian where they calmly drifted together. They did a calm drift in the mountains. Um, She said he only gets respect because of his uncle. They have a stare down. He says, at least I know where I belong. Do mm. you or do you know who you are or something like that? And she's and, not um, sure. And that she's not. I don't think she's sure. Um, being the Australian in Tokyo, <laughs> mm-hmm. she is. And then she sheds a single tear. There's a lot of single tears, singular tears in this episode. Did you notice that? It's I kind did. of a theme. Really dramatic stuff, you know. So yeah. Um. Well, we get the tail end of that, and then smash cut. Obviously, well, a smash cut. Obviously, a smash cut. We're in Han's garage. Sean's there with his really good friends that we don't know their names. <laughs> um, and they're working on a car in the most, <laughs> I don't know, obviously not knowing what they're doing way. They just oh, they're holding yeah. a light and like wrenching on a thing. I don't know. Yeah, it's I like mean. They might be changing the oil, looks sure, like, but I don't know sure. why it takes four people to change a car's oil, but it they're does. They're working really hard on a car. Yeah, someone's wrenching in the background on nothing and everything all at once. <laughs> and guess who shows up? Uh, Neela. I know. I don't Neela have to does. guess. You don't have to guess. You saw it. She shows up. <laughs> the single tear that she shed in the uh, scene before, still there. Hasn't mm-hmm. wiped it away. <laughs> mm-hmm. She left it there for dramatic effect, which is, you know, you got to love the commitment Super to the Super weird to drive all that <laughs> way with a tear on your face without wiping it. A single it. tear. Yeah. Just one. Yeah. But she needs to let Sean know that she is sad. Single tear sad. Now, um, when she gets there, I'm expecting them to have like a moment together where she says, I feel like an outsider. And he says, I do too. Let's bond over that. They share. Or, you know, or any dialogue. Where they say anything. Yeah, yeah. They share no dialogue whatsoever. They don't share any dialogue at all in this entire five minutes. And they get a whole nother scene together. <laughs> In which they, again, don't share any dialogue. Yeah. Um, it's fucking insane. So, yeah, they just kind of look at each other and then smash cut again. This yes. movie's moving uh, quick. and a, mi- a mile, a quarter mile a minute? <laughs> quarter mile a, a ten seconds. Uh, we're outside of uh, 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 the gaming place where we have been before. We know as the audience this is where... Uh, DK runs his operation out of. It's his hideout. It's his hideout. His crime And up pulls, up pulls a fucking Mercedes Benz. So you know they mean business when mm-hmm. the Benz rolls up, you know? Um, now, Stone, at this point in the movie is where <clears throat> I initially start to panic 
(laughs) (laughs) on account of uh, our copy having no Japanese in it whatsoever (laughs) and no subtitles. You're you're skipping forward a little bit because who gets out of the car is some henchmen in all black suits. And then you see one foot in a white suit step out. Who could that be? Well, it's probably <laughs> the only gangster we know in this movie. Um, it's DK's uncle. It is, uh, and DK's uncle is fluent in Japanese. And tough for tough for us and our very legal copy. Nothing else at all, uh, because he is fluent in Japanese, and this whole entire scene that goes on for <laughs> like two oh, minutes, two two and a half minutes. Yeah, uh, not a lick of English in it, not a subtitle to be found. Now, Stone, I so did guard. go out and find... Dang it! I was hoping you didn't. I did go out and find, of course... I'm committed to my craft, Stone. I, I'm not going to just go wild and watch this non-subtitle well, I wanted movie. to see how well you could um, tell me what was being said uh, through context clues alone. I got to be honest. I watched the full thing in only Japanese first and got it from just the context clues. It's yeah, pretty you straightforward. Get it. Nothing, nothing really consequential is said um, because w- I also watched it completely unaware of w- the conversation that was happening at first, and I took notes. Um, I mean, 40% of the conversation is a meaningless proverb. It is. Uh, because... A long, like a super long, stupid, stupid <laughs> proverb. It, it That was a lot of it. I never would have guessed that, but I, I think I guessed the rest of the conversation. Um, do you want to go over this conversation uh, without the con- without the words first, and then we can talk about what was actually said? Sure. Here's what I thought happened. Uh, his uncle or dad, I wasn't, I couldn't remember which, walks in. DK's uncle or dad. Mm-hmm. He's in an all white suit. Everyone else is in black, so you know he's uh, the main player yeah. here. He sits in DK's chair to assert dominance. DK offers the chair to assert uh, subordinates. That's true. Then, uncle or dad is happy <laughs> with him. Then he's mad at him. Then the next scene, he's DK's mad at Han for doing something wrong, which is exactly what happens in the scene. That is exactly what happens. Um, DK shows him the books, and his uncle's like, I don't even know what any of this means. And he's like, oh, uncle... It's not that hard. And then it, uh, the fucking tone changes. You also understand what's going on in this because the music just tells you what emotion to feel, mm-hmm. um, which was nice since I didn't know what they're actually saying because the music gets spooky and scary. Yeah, the uncle he, does a little meme on him. like you, He he fakes not being able to read the mm-hmm. books, which is absolutely hilarious. Uh, DK falls for a hook, line, and sinker because he's a dumb uh, piece of shit. And uh, then the uncle says, Han's been stealing from us. Dun, dun, dun. He's like, well, these books aren't that hard because even I can see that your partner's fucking stealing, bud. And DK's like, no way. I would have caught that. Not my best friend. And then he looks at the books. Oh, my God. And like, also, how did he not catch that? He's the one like putting together spreadsheets of their crime which one i don't uh, what what crime needs do... spreadsheets i sold this much heroin this month like who puts yeah. that in a spreadsheet also it's a spreadsheet that's like printed out in physical book form that's just i don't blatant i don't know much about crime. crimes <laughs> i don't know much about doing crimes because i'm not a criminal sure 
but um, well, if so I were to do crimes, hypothetically, <clears throat> this is a hypothetical yeah. officer, Doug, chill out. <laughs> <laughs> Just joking. Don't talk like that to Officer Doug. Man. I know. It's a joke. I He's, he's a good friend and respectful man. sorry to Officer Doug, man. I'm sorry, Officer Doug, okay, but this is on. a hypothetical. I'm making that clear. Yeah. If I were to do crimes... Um, like I the would time not you didn't know where your apartment was in Laramie. The different crimes, <clears throat> crimes where I'm making money. <laughs> mm, okay, yeah, go on. Not crimes where I've had too much fun. <laughs> yeah, crimes where I'm making money illegally. Sure, I would not print out the the spreadsheet format of those crimes and keep it in a hard copy in my crime den. Yeah, as much as I love the Officer Doug input, I don't think we need his expertise on this one to tell us if that's a good or bad idea to keep physical evidence of your crime (laughs) in a binder that might as well say, I love crime. My crime notes for uncle. (laughs) If arrested, here is incriminating evidence of everyone else I was involved in crime with. If... If not arrested, please read and look at all of the hard work I've done. If arrested, disregard nothing to see here. (laughs) If a cop opens this, just kidding. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Um... Yeah, so Han was stealing from him, and apparently DK didn't know, even though his uncle did. I don't know. How do you you keep... Oh, Stone, he's blinded by friendship, man. He's he's blinded by friendship from a friend that he, like, clearly doesn't like that much. I've been stealing from you for years. Every time I go to your place, I take another (laughs) something. That's where all of my... Yeah. um, Sporks have gone. Now, Stone, this brings us to a pitiful moment of our podcast. Okay. (laughs) Called, Guard Says Something Only Very uh, Semi-Related... And Stone reacts to it. Okay. I love the segment. It's my favorite one. This week on Guard Says Something Only Very Semi-Related and Stone Reacts, Stone will be ranking his favorite of the top three weirdest Japanese monsters that Guard has found. Oh, okay. Audience, um, you may be thinking to yourself, boy, this episode uh, uh, <laughs> content is uh, boring as far as what's happening in the movie. You're right. But now you've been rewarded for sticking around, okay? (laughs) Appreciate it. This is a little reward for you. Um, So, Stone, are you excited? Are you ready? I'm so excited that I I wasn't expecting this, and I I can't wait. I have a suspicion of what you'll rank number one, and I'm going to read it last, but you may surprise me because you're also a weird guy. So I've been told. (laughs) Number one on the list is Mm -hmm. Ashiari Yashiki. The okay, foot washing mansion. <laughs> wait, wait. The foot washing mansion, like house. Yeah, that's right. Like the movie Harusa. <laughs> yes, unfortunately, like that movie, uh, um, which I don't recommend to anyone. Now, Stone, there's more. I recommend there's a little, everybody. There's a little description. For the love of God, if you enjoy your time, don't watch that movie, everyone. Anyway. <laughs> An elegant high class lady invites one of her friends over. By the way, this is from folklorethursday.com. Shout out. An elegant yeah, high class yeah. lady invites one of her friends over for some tea. In the middle of their pleasantries, an enormous filthy foot stomps down from the ceiling. Ooh, the lady sips her tea calmly as her servants rush in with water and washcloths and give the foot a good scrubbing. When it is all clean, the foot disappears back into the ceiling, vanishing without a trace. The lady's guest is aghast. 
While the lady calmly explains, when it first appeared, it would kick over the tea service and rampage around the house. But we quickly learn that if we give it a wash, then it will disappear again with no further disturbance. Naturally. Uh, this is a Japanese story, and uh, that's the foot-washing monster. <laughs> I mean, mansion, excuse me. Yeah, it makes total sense, absolutely. Okay, uh, next up that. for your consideration. <laughs> okay. The Tofu Boy. <laughs> okay, I'm in. Okay, this is a monster um, that is a little boy. He doesn't take the <laughs> appearance of a little boy. It just is a little boy. Okay. And he goes around uh, town, just kind of running around everywhere, with a plate of tofu precariously balanced on the plate. And it's co- it's constantly wobbling like... All, almost gonna fall, no matter where he goes. It's that's classic tofu on a plate. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've ever, as you know, as I have, and I'm sure you have too, when you put your tofu <clears> on the plate <throat> and run around, it does wobble quite a bit. Sure. Now, Stone, you may be thinking to yourself, "What's monstrous about this one?" Yeah, it just sounds like a little boy with a snack. I'm not tofu sure. Tofu Kozo has been turned into an ad. He's perpetrate. He's he's perpetrating capitalism in japan uh he's convincing youngsters to buy stuff they don't need unfortunately <laughs> so it's scary because it, it this fun folklore has taken the uh shape of it's capitalism like, it's like santa claus and coca-cola man it's too bad <gasps> oh sorry you That's scared right. me with that That's one right. Capitalism. Okay, next up. Oh, I, I looked up a picture of this guy and he looks like he has one eye sometimes and his tongue is often out the tofu boy yeah. That's right, yeah. Now when he get- has one eye, he's very scary. <laughs> That's right. Now we're getting to the weirdest and wildest stuff. I have two more left wait, for you actually. Wait, what was the well, I'm looking these up so sure, I have sure, a sure. reference. What was the name of the the the, the, the stinky foot house? What was it called? Ashiari Yashi- Yashiki, the foot washing <laughs> mansion. I should probably just type in the foot washing mansion. I think mansion. so, yeah, I would if I were you. Now, okay. Stone, focus in the... We have two left. You're going to rank your top three in order, and these two are the best. Okay. <laughs> Not to bias you. <laughs> Not to sway you anyways, but these ones fucking slap. Next up is Saze Oni, the turban shell demon. The Say that again? The turban? The turban shell demon. Okay. Here, I can't wait to read you the last one, but here's number two. A ship of pirates at sea come across a lone woman floating in the water. (gasps) Oh, no. Oh, no. They bring her aboard and discover that she is all too willing to share their beds in gratitude of the rescue. Hell yeah, brother. (laughs) All of their beds. One after the other, they pay her a visit. This podcast is rated M for Mature. However, the next morning... (laughs) Wait, what do they do in the beds? They have sex. Oh, whoa, crazy. They have sexual intercourse in the bed. However... Hell yeah. The next morning, they find something is amiss. <laughs> the woman, I bet. Or more accurately, something is missing. That seems like the same thing. But anyway, the entire <laughs> pirate crew has lost their testicles. Oh, no, not the <laughs> testicles. As they hear laughing from the sea, they find the woman again floating in the water. She holds up a bag. <laughs> she holds up a bag all of them. with all of their testicles in it. It says she will return their family jewels. <laughs> That's a quote. I didn't say family jewels. 
in exchange for all their real jewels and the gold in their holds. Naturally. (laughs) The pirates reluctantly agree because they want their testicles back. With the exchange made, the woman reveals her true form, a massive turban shell clam. She then disappears into the waves. Wait, so they didn't know she was a clam? How was she hiding the fact that she was a clam? She's a shapeshifter. She she had the form of a beautiful woman. Well, I looked up her, and uh, the pictures I'm seeing are less than beautiful, and I do not want to have sex with this clam. Well, that's after she has absconded Mm. the family jewels. Gotcha. Okay, next up is the greatest thing (laughs) maybe ever. I'm I'm looking all of these up, and there's really, really funny, like, old-timey Japanese artwork of each one. Oh, yeah. They're all hilarious and haunting. Just wait until you see this next one. Now, Great. Stone, I'm, I'm going to ask you not to look this up until I until I'll okay. get to a certain point in the story, and you'll know that the reveal has come. <laughs> I'll know my cue to to check out whatever weird thing that's you're talking right. about. And I'm not going to tell right. you the English name either until we get to that part. Wait, before we get to the final one, um, mm-hmm. you said this was uh, slightly related. Is it only related because these are all Japanese? <laughs> that's right. That's the only <laughs> thing. Right. Yeah. They're just Japanese stuff, yeah. Shout out Japan. That's right. Okay, now Stone, no looking this up even based on the Japanese name. Scout's honor. Okay, number one is Sharimi. Sorry for the pronunciation, anyone listening in Japan, but I'm pretty sure it's Sharimi. Late at night, walking down the alley by yourself, you see a stranger in front of you. The stranger stops in in the lantern light and lets you approach closely. They suddenly bend over and spread their butt cheeks. Awesome. If this is not disconcerting enough, from their anus, there is a single eye that blinks at you. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. That's the whole thing it does. It looks at you from its butthole. It has a big eye right in its butthole. It's it's the old old eye butthole trick. That's a classic. The English name of this monster is Eyeball Butt. (laughs) It's just very, very on brand. Yep. Okay, and it's, let's look I mean, up it's a, a big eye. Oh, it's a huge eye. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a big old eye. It's a huge eye. That's crazy. It's like not sphincter sized. It's like. No, it's like it's like head sized in where where a butthole would be. Yeah. But the cheeks are still like surrounding it. I don't know if I can pick a favorite, man. They're, these are also very fun. Pretty good, right? But I'm going to need you to. That was the deal we made. That was the deal. I well, need top I guess I'll post ranks. <laughs> I guess I'll post all of these on our socials because Good call. obviously I think we need to. Um, let me take a look. So we had the big, the big stinky foot that house. just comes st- out sometimes and then goes away once it's washed. Don't you hate it when that happens? Mm, no doubt. Um, we <clears> have <throat> tofu, tofu boy just just runs around with tofu and has become Santa Claus. Yep, unfortunately, become an ad. Um, we have the turban shell demon who will steal your testicles. Look out! Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's In a, I mean, that's a good tale. Jewels. That's a that's a good that's a good um tale. You can learn a lot from that tale because you should never have sex with anything you find floating in the ocean. <laughs> you know? Right. Right. Yeah. And then we have the the eyeball butt, which I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't do I'm anything. Sure. I, I'm sure there's like some other folklore that I wasn't getting from my like brief overview of it, but 
the overviews on every other thing like did a thing um i guess to- tofu boy doesn't really do anything either but eyeball butt just like looks at you out of its butt which is crazy that that's a thing yeah um and Japan's <coughs> a weird place um well i obviously you were right eyeball butts number one yeah has to be uh, number two, I think it's the big stinky foot. Mm, a surprise Because I'm looking at pictures of it, and the pictures are the funniest because it's literally just a room with Japanese women in it and an enormous human-sized foot mm-hmm. in the middle of the room. I don't, I don't understand. Not human-sized, human-shaped. Yeah, but it's like oh, the you mean size the size of, of an it's entire an, human being? It's a, it's yeah, enormous. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a it's a it fills up the whole room. It's yes. a huge foot. It, it, that's true. Yeah. It's the the foot is the size of a human being. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a it's a big old foot, a big old stinky hairy foot that you just have to give a give a wash to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then third has to be um, um. Mm, I'm gonna say the tofu boy. Wow. I like I like the shell. Stiffing I like the, the shell, demon. shell demon. But I mean, it's just a it's just another story for a for a mermaid, you know, <clears throat> a siren. A siren. Yeah, yeah. Sure. It's been done before. Okay, a I think this might be one of the originals. Around. To be fair, but yeah, but it's been done again. It's been done multiple times. I see. I've never heard the tale of a boy running around with jiggly tofu. <laughs> That's true. Or eyeball butt, or the foot mansion. Um, and because of that, those are my top three. Excellent. So it concludes guards dubiously related list of things stone reacts to. Yeah. I'll post a, (laughs) let's post a a poll. What's your favorite obscure monster? Yeah. We haven't done a good poll for a while. Yeah, We haven't done a good poll in a while. Give the fans a chance to chime in. It'll go out on Instagram too. Oh, hell yeah. Wow. Um, do you remember, remember when a, a, a disgruntled fan, um, um, emailed us and she was mad that our polls weren't on Instagram. I do recall that, yeah. I got to meet her in real life and she made sure to uh, lambast us for never having... After we called her or uh, apologized to her, we never once had a poll again, so... Hey, well, oopsie-daisy. This goes out to you. <laughs> Shout out. Who was the fan? Shout do you want to call him out by name? Um, uh, yeah, it was... Um, Apparently, I forgot her name. A, a fan not close to Stone's heart, unfortunately. That's too bad. Um, it's the sister of my sister's boyfriend. The name sister is of escaping your sister's me. boyfriend whose name is escaping you. Yep, that's the one. <laughs> well, I hope she's not listening. Well, if she is... <laughs> Sorry <tough>. about it. <laughs> oh, fuck, Stone. That's awesome. Oh, well, sorry to... I've met her once, and I was <clears throat> at a wedding, and I might have been a little intoxicated. So, well, Oops. sorry for putting you on the spot. I I thought you were gonna know the name if I'm being honest. Well, now this is on you. <laughs> Stones canceled again. It's not a cancelable offense. <laughs> yeah, that's Come mean, on. man. That's not cool. Well. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, back to this movie. Mm-hmm. oh yeah have we have to, to we have to keep talking about this stupid fucking movie let's make our podcast about this now about, every week about... we talk about a different culture's weirdest monsters okay yeah what are we doing next <laughs> next next week uh south america big region. south america it is a, i mean it's a huge region we should we narrow it down to maybe a specific region in south america probably yeah 
All right, Brazil. Excellent. It is. Okay. Anyway, for in all seriousness, this. No, fucking... I'm not going to do that because I know we go to I know we go to Brazil in a future Fast and the Furious movie, and I don't want to starve this bit from that episode. Oh so. yeah, we'll we'll bring this back, whatever fucking movie that is. Next next time next time we have a a, a horribly boring five minutes and we're in a <laughs> different country, we'll bring this bit back. Yeah. Next time on guards dubiously related bit that Stone reacts <laughs> to Brazil. Probably. All right, where were we in the movie? Um, uh, Han has betrayed on? DK. He has. Oh, By the yeah. way, if anyone was uh, scared from my ominous pronouncement last episode, DK does not uh, assault sexual or otherwise uh, Neela in this scene. He just gets really close to her face and says some mean stuff to her, which she is still not cool, of course. Leave. Yeah, but it, w- it certainly wasn't as bad as I uh, thought it might be. Um, so yeah, uh, uh, DK gets put on blast by uncle and then uncle tells a really weird proverb, um, a a horse's shoe about a a horse's shoe and a nail in the shoe. And if it wasn't for the nail, the shoe would be lost. And if it wasn't for the, the shoe there, the message wouldn't have got there. And if it wasn't for the message, we would have lost the war or something. Basically small things are important. Yeah. Was and, the um, was then, the really long winded message, mm-hmm. and then he picks up a picture on DK's desk and says, "I miss your father." Yeah, <laughs> and then leaves. And which DK is fucking, presumably is like, "Me too, dude." Fucking cold as ice. That's fucking um, crazy to say to your fatherless nephew. But very, he was. I mean, honestly, a, a pretty polite yakuza member. I thought he would be more brutal, but I certainly did. He got no beatings whatsoever. No, dude, I like the cold, um, calculated uh, uh, interaction here where he just makes him feel bad and then leaves. <laughs> he I, doesn't need to beat him up when he can make DK beat himself up. I gotta you know? be honest, I wish there was some beating. Well, we might get some in the next scene because, smash cut, we're, ba- we're back at the Han shop. We are. Um, and boy, Mila the smash is cuts sitting... are heavy in this five minutes, mm-hmm. by the way. They're coming in fast and furious. And uh, Sean is sitting in the upstairs chill zone mm-hmm. of this two-story shop slash living quarters. Yeah, slash um, his bedroom. Yeah, and he's up there. We ne- we haven't <laughs> talked about that in a while. We haven't seen his dad. What's his dad yeah, up Yeah, there? his, his dad, dad doesn't okay? give a shit. Yeah, Han's just like, been on the run for like... Or not Han, sorry. Uh... Whatever farmer Sean's guy, been, what whatever his fucking name is, Sean, Sean <laughs> has been is. on the run for like a while now. Yeah, Sean is still uh he's still a high schooler living with an older man in his garage. Um but he's still going to school, so I'm not sure what I don't know what the fuck's going on with him. He's too cool to live with his dad, but not too cool to show up to high school in really a country bizarre. where he doesn't know the language. Yeah, it's I don't really know what's strange. going on. But um, yeah, Neela and Sean are upstairs in the chill zone, and they're having tea, not speaking. Yeah, they're all they're just they're still not saying other. a single word to each other, which is really no. They strange. haven't got they haven't got a word out in the entire time they've been there. Seems like an and opportunity comes... for character development. No, no, no. We're <laughs> why would we talk when we're sitting drinking tea when we can talk while drifting? You know. Good point. Yeah, that that makes sense actually. Um, in 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 comes DK. Yeah. He's and pissed. his squad, and he's not happy. Um, Han clocks this. Neela and John clock this. 
Han gives the weirdest line of what's up, brother, but like really happy with his hands in the air. Like, uh huh. Like, he can clearly see the see, rage. Yeah. He can clearly see the rage in DK's eyes, but he tries to play it off like, what's up, brother? He's super pumped to about to be hit in the face. He says, what's up, brother, with a big old grin on his face and then gets punched right in the face um, by DK. Would Sean and Han have both now just seen punches coming for a ways back and they just both eat the punches super hard? Yeah, they 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 know exactly what's coming to their face and don't do a goddamn thing about it. It's really weird. Uh, pretty beta of them, to be honest. <laughs> beta. <laughs> yeah, pretty beta. An alpha would see that coming and throw hands back. They just literally stand there and take a beating from the bully of the movie. Um, and then and then Han goes from "What's up, brother." Dude, we were never really even that good of friends, like, really quick. <laughs> Han's like, hey, man, it's business, dog. I have been stealing from you. Yeah, he you goes, idiot. what do you expect, man? It's literally what we do. DK's like, I vouched my reputation on you. I trusted you. And DK's, and Han's like, dude, we're criminals, and I did crime. What the fuck do you expect, brother? By the way, like, DK has, like, a framed photo of him and Han in his office, like... DK is, like, good friends, or thinks he's good friends with Han, and he's, like, legitimately extremely betrayed by this news. He's so betrayed, and Han's just like, yeah, dude, what of it? <laughs> Han's very nonchalantly not giving a fuck. It's weird how much I feel for DK, even though he's very clearly the villain of this movie. He's supposed to be the villain, but let's be honest, he's gotten dumped by his girlfriend by some random guy that comes in that kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. He has let down his uncle because of a direct action of his best friend, what who he thought was his best friend betraying. He him. vouched for his best friend, and he betrayed him, and put his re- his reputation on the line in front of his yakuza uncle. And so, like, could have got him killed. <laughs> could have got him killed for sure. And on top of all of that, the guy whom he thought was his best friend this entire movie has been palling around with the guy that stole his girl. He basically enabled the guy to steal his girl. To yeah. To be fair. Yeah. Um, I mean, they were actively dating. Let's be clear. His... Him, and this, him and Neela were like girlfriend, boyfriend at this time. And Yeah, yeah. And then uh, when he confronts his best friend about betraying him, his best friend just goes, yeah, what did you expect? <laughs> this is what we do. We're assholes. Really? Whoa, dude. I mean, really strange choice to make, like, the arch-villain of the movie the most likable guy, kind of. Like, he still talks badly to Neela, but he he's also... He's not a nice guy, but everyone's really mean to him. He's gotten totally <laughs> fucked over by every character in this movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, his like, girl... he's he's not a cool guy because of his actions, or what he says, mostly. The other guys are also terrible people. Yeah, and they're not good friends. <laughs> no, Han is a, ba- a a really bad friend. Um, but it's what we do, man. We just do crimes. Yeah. And DK does not like that. We finally get a gun. He pulls a gun and he points it at Han right at the head and uh that that's five the 5 minutes. minutes. <laughs> it's the that's the end of the finally, 5 minutes. Finally something exhilarating happens. Sean tries to do a little step in like 
maybe I should get in here, in even head. though he has a gun. Yeah, which is not the right thing to do. That's a really and the henchman's choice. like, back it up, dude. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah, then, the five minute ends. Yeah, Han's looking down the barrel of a gun. That's that. Um, and that's that. Um. Well, hopefully, guard. Hopefully, mm-hmm. uh, this dramatic end to this five minutes will mean that next five minutes is a heater. Oh, um, I can but I would imagine, not. Yeah. I would not bet money on it. I'm not a betting man, but I wouldn't put money on this. <laughs> I definitely wouldn't. Guard is a betting man, and he definitely wouldn't. So I'd say my bet's a good one. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's any about predictions. That, well, mm. How does this conflict end, Guard? I still think they're going to. DK's have a mad. A gun race. has been pulled. You think? You think Han's gonna try to settle this with a race instead of with a firearm? <laughs> I can only assume, yeah. How would he go about doing that? He's gonna get <laughs> talked out of it. They're gonna be like, "Whoa, dude!" They're gonna gaslight him, basically. <laughs> they're gonna... <laughs> He's gonna gaslight his good friend a little bit more. To yeah, just really put the final nail. In they're the gonna coffin. make him feel crazy for what he's done, and then uh, <laughs> challenge him to a race instead. Neil is gonna be like, "We never dated. I don't know what you're talking yeah, about." Yeah, basically, yeah. And then he's going to be like, fine, I will race for your honor then. That sounds about right. Sounds sounds pretty stupid, which seems it sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, guard. That's the end of this very boring five minutes. Um, Sorry, audience. I hope we spiced it up enough for you. <laughs> I hope so. Um, but before we go... Oh, yeah? You have any uh, other stuff? Uh, remember Guitar Hero? Yeah, dude, I do. That was fun, huh? I do, yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Okay, that's my other stuff. Um Great. I've been <laughs> I've been listening to a lot of music since I'm trying to learn the bass. Mm-hmm. Um And I just want to give a shout out to uh a Lynette Lynn. <laughs> okay. Any uh, Loretta Lynn. Loretta Lynn. Okay, sorry. yeah, gotcha. Loretta Lynn. Um, no, just listening to a lot of her music. She is uh, she's a country artist who has put out um, over 150 songs and is currently uh, 90 years old. And she put out an album last year. Okay, yeah, fair how, enough. How uh, cool is that? By the way, that girl's name was Carrie Gold. Who? Carrie Gould. <laughs> Carrie! Carrie! Hey, Carrie. My bad. Um, <laughs> Oopsie daisy. Um, I want to, uh, uh, Loretta Lynn, I just want to uh, tell you how cool she is because in 1975, the uh, the track number one on her album, Still Country, um, is called The Pill. And it's a country song about getting her bodily autonomy back because she's on birth control now. She's not having any more babies. <laughs> Wow, and I thought that was what very an interesting cool. Interesting song subject. All right, hell dude, yeah. isn't that isn't that like uh fucking badass uh, for a lady to put out in country music in 1975? The balls on her. Pretty cool, yeah. Track one started the album with that song. Fucking badass. Dude. She did not have anything stolen by the shell demons, so that's great. No, none stolen. Okay, well, uh, Stone, that's all the time we have for tonight. Uh, but as always. Stone, we talked about this. You were supposed to say something this time. But as always, um, fuck a DK. <laughs> Why are you? I don't know. He's catching strays from you. Bye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>
Bye, everyone. <laughs>